0: You're listening to Nick's Knacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny Nick is the CEO of Nick's Knacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Knacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's Perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking
1: and entertaining show.
0: You're listening to Nick's Knacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA here in the Allo Fiber Studios. Micah and I are flying solo today. Well, I'm flying solo. Micah's in the in behind the glass like he normally is, and Alyssa is, is, is traveling.
2: AKA Darth Ambivalus <laughs>
0: Darth Harmonic.
2: That's us. Yeah. Wrong show, Micah. Sorry. That's all right. We just came from the nerd
0: show. Still thinking about nerd stuff. That's true. Wow, this is probably the
2: last Nick Snacks of the year. You're not going to come in next week? Uh, No. Well, unless we do live. I mean, it's possible we could do live. Monday is Christmas. We normally record on Monday. Tuesday, a lot of people might not be in. I'll be in on Tuesday.
0: I'll be in on
2: Tuesday. I'll be in on Tuesday.
0: I'll be there. Yeah. Well, Yeah. This could be the last one What a year 2023 has gone by so quickly.
2: Is that a Star Wars ugly sweater? It is. I have uh, a Denver Broncos beautiful sweater. This is uh, one of my favorite uh,
0: sweaters to wear along the holidays. I have this and then I have a Dos Equis one. This one, if I'm describing it in the mirror that I see myself, it's a first order stormtrooper with a bunch of TIE fighters on the back.
2: Yeah, I was going to say it doesn't look like the classic uh, – Stormtrooper, it looks like a the new one, which I don't think look as sharp.
0: Ugly sweaters have really taken off, uh, I don't know what, the past 10 years or so as far as uh, their popularity. I'm, I'm looking that up now. When did that ugly sweater trend really start uh, taking off?
2: I don't think I've ever worn my Denver Broncos beautiful sweater.
0: And I like how you're calling it a beautiful sweater because you're not uh... – uh,
2: Because it's the Denver Broncos and uh, orange and blue. What a combination. So this is – they're saying it wasn't until the 1980s that the item hit the mainstream. Well, that's because uh, sweaters were popular in the 1980s. Well, they're still popular now. Not as popular.
0: now if you had like the, the like hoodies become more popular in like the late 90s, early 2000s.
2: Well, that's because a hoodie is comfortable. But, I mean, all the things you can do with a hoodie, it's great against wind, light rain, good against the cold.
0: This, this sweater's fantastic. It's the softest, one of the softest things I own. Hoodies yeah, are only but, good for like four washes, and then they start getting all those fuzzies. That is true. But there is nothing to beat, you know, a, a brand new hoodie.
2: Yes, I love a brand new hoodie, especially if it's Bronco's. Uh, let's say the last decade – when was this
0: article written? This is uh, from 2021 CNN style. Um, the last decade that uh, ugly, the ugly Christmas sweater has become embedded in, inside of our yuletide culture. The nice wooly pullover, usually in different shades of red, white, and green, often of questionable fabric. I don't know about that. I think maybe the the less expensive ones or the cheap ones are, but this one's cozy. Both of the ugly sweaters I own are really cozy and warm. And
2: I don't own any ugly sweaters. I just own one sweater, and it's a beautiful sweater.
0: Let's see. Let's see. Extra points if it features 3D pom-poms or jingle bells. Um, Yeah, so in the late 2000s. But Christmas sweaters first appeared in the early 1950s. Initially referred to as Jingle Bell sweaters, they weren't as garish as today's iterations and found little popularity in the market. What's a good word to use, garish. It is good. Let's see. The notable uh, folks who brought these around, TV personalities, Andy Williams, uh, who sung a lot of Christmas hits, and then uh, Val Dunican. I should know that name, but I don't. But they say it was because of – Chevy Chase's Clark Griswold, The National Lampoons Christmas Vacation, that the holiday sweater uh became an endearing expression of cheer. He lampooned us all. He he did. A good one. Uh huh. I just recently watched that. It's a must watch in my in my home every year watching the Christmas vacation. Yeah. But over the years, I don't know, you have ugly Christmas sweater parties? And uh, they become more and more common. We had that this morning at a holiday party for a networking group I'm a part of. Although you don't even bat an eye anymore with people wearing these festive ugly sweaters anymore because
2: they are so mainstream. But did people bat an eye around your ugly sweater, which is a Star Wars, once again, ugly sweater? They
0: do. They really enjoyed it. I had blood drawn this morning and the the phlebotomist taking my blood uh, commented on how much she liked the sweater. Did the phlebotomist screw up at all?
2: No, It was really pretty easy. Pretty easy poke. Did okay. So did you get the blood drawn this morning so you could say phlebotomist? No, but it's a fun snack. word.
0: It is a fun word to say. I, I'm envious. So I get to, it is the holiday season with the ugly sweaters popping up on ads all over social media and Facebook. And there are so many good ones. There's Lord of the Rings. There's uh, you know a bunch for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Of course, I'm partial to Star Wars. Uh, but I just have this one nerdy ugly sweater. I can't justify spending you know $80 on a sweater if I'm only going to wear it once a year.
2: Why would someone spend $80 on a sweater unless they were absolutely – Horrifically rich, well, which I would like to be one day. So one day I'd either have to marry into it, which is not going to happen, or I'd have to win the lottery, which is not going to happen because I don't play the lottery. I'd rather buy a Mountain Dew than buy a lottery ticket. You could buy a lot of Mountain Dews for a lottery ticket. Yeah, but the chances of winning—it's not going to happen. I—I'm—I'm I'm not going to do that. I'd rather buy, rather save up the money. Buy an overly priced twelve pack of Mountain Dew.
0: Well, let's say uh, you do hit the lottery somehow. Maybe you just found it a, a scratch off on on your way to work, and you ended up winning.
2: Or, or like in Reach Your Season Two, I ripped off a drug dealer. Or that. If you uh,
0: had the top three options for an ugly sweater, beautiful sweater, Micah, not including Broncos,
2: where would your top three rank? Um. Well, since the Washington Huskies are in the playoffs for the second time of the existence of the playoffs in the NCAA, I would buy a Washington Huskies beautiful sweater. Okay. Any other two? Anything in the? Would you? Would you, if possible, get a Star Trek? I would. I would do Star Trek. It depends on the Star Trek. It would not be a Discovery. Would you do it before the Husk Huskers? Huskies? Huskers? Husks? Why would you say Huskers? I'm not a Nebraska fan. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a Husker. Huskies. Uh, Huskies. Traveling um, through Nebraska, it's on my I mind. Would, I would probably do a Huskies before that. A, a Lego one. I might advertise my love for Legos. Like just Lego town. in
0: general or a, a specific Lego brand? Well, not brand but theme.
2: I mean it could be any. I I generally buy Lego pieces – individually or that that lego chess set that i show everybody it doesn't matter if you you come to the station um and you get a tour i will show you the lego chess set that i have in my office because it is glorious at one point i wanted to make one of my own then when i found it on lego store i was like oh well whoever made it is way more talented than me way more talented Legos are cool and so are so is chess. Yes, absolutely. I'm terrible
0: at chess. I still love playing it. Here are the most common ugly sweater themes this year. Uh, a quote from Christmas Vacation and why is the carpet all wet, Todd? That's really taken off as a meme this year too. It's about, I don't know, Margot. Uh, let's see. This is a festivus for the rest of us. Ugly sweater. And that's why I asked about the Festivus poll. There's uh, that was uh, earlier, right? And the nerd show, nerd show, yes, correct.
2: Second uh, callback to the nerd show, by the way. That's two.
0: You know, uh, of the top like uh, ten that I'm scrolling through, there's not a lot of nerdy ones that are popping up. It's all, uh, uh, let's see. There's the Big Lebowski. It says, uh, you know, the dude abides. Looking very festive. I don't know the way these all look. They're 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 fairly entertaining. Here's one of uh, Santa Claus. Referencing a
2: spreadsheet, huh? There's a. a well, that's he's, a, how he's got to do it nowadays.
0: Have yourself a happy little Christmas with his uh, with Bob Ross painting a uh, a, a a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. So
2: Bob Ross, after his death, became way more popular than before his death. For I, I think when. He – when all his work got onto the internet, that's when people started discovering him.
0: Well, and he's just so likable with how he goes around presenting and painting.
2: Yeah, and his his paintings seem to be so easy to do, and yet I doubt I'd be able to do them. He was in the military, wasn't he? Wasn't he a Marine or something? Uh, I think you're thinking of Mr. Rogers. I'm going to say both. Uh, Bob
0: Ross, military. See, these uh – these uh smartphones are so good. Uh he spent 20 years in the service. Which branch? Ultimately the rank of master sergeant, uh, Air Force. Oh, okay. Let's see. He was a US Air Force in the military he wasn't short-lived. Yeah, you're right, 20 years. Good for him. Wow. That's more than I ever did. Uh, likewise. He was uh only 52 when he passed away of lymphoma in 95. Wow.
2: You know, he did a lot for his age. Let's end on a very positive Christmas song.
0: Wow. That's coming from Micah. Uh, We'll be back uh, after this break, maybe talking about the wolves that were just reintroduced to Colorado, maybe um, a new TV series, Masters of the Air, coming out in January and uh, whatever else Mike and I get up to. Stay tuned. More Nick Snacks. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Nick Knacks. A little more peppy music since, you know, a moment ago.
2: Hey, that's a great version of Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, the, the
0: sad version. Uh, big news in Colorado this week. Um, five wolves were, uh, were reintroduced. To Colorado, almost three years after voters approved this reintroduction back in 2020, um, how many animals did they kill? Uh, none yet. Let's see. According to Colorado Parks and Wildlife, five wolves, three males and two females, were released in Grand County, west of Rocky Mountain National Park. Ooh, that's that's a lot closer than I thought they'd be released. I was thinking like you know the northwest
2: corner of Colorado, not you know. Are you 60 allowed miles away. to carry a gun? for your own protection because you know those wolves are going after whatever they want uh yeah but wolves are also a lot more strategic and will will just go after anything
0: they not like orcas who are just evil they are let's see um so in grand county that's where grand lake is that's where granby is um in the summertime you can drive you know right from ss park over into grand county in rocky mountain national park um Let's see, they plan to release 10 to 15 wolves by the end of March 2024, so in the next couple months, um, and hope to release up to uh, 50 wolves over the next three to five years. Uh, There's a really cool video of them being released, um, kind of coming out of their giant metal crates and just taking off into the into the wilderness, but what an exciting time. Wolves are one of my absolutely favorite animals because of just their uh, connection to their community.
2: Um you I can't know, wait in ten years for us to start voting to hunt all the wolves because they've been destroying the ecosystem. Yep, yeah, that's not what happens with
0: wolves. So there's an incredible documentary um when wolves are reintroduced to Yellowstone and how they restored the uh um just the, the, the ecosystem there. That's uh, what hunters are for. Okay, Micah, you're distracting me and I'm trying to talk. Oh, sorry uh with the wolves uh, back in Yellowstone and what they're trying to do in Colorado um uh, because the elk population in Yellowstone got way too out of control and they just absolutely destroyed um you know just the, the the wildlife and and the ecosystem that they needed to sustain for you know everything that trickles down to something as simple as water in a stream um you know in this about hour and a half uh you know documentary National Geographic or so uh, just shows, you know, what they did, you know, not calling the elk. They tried doing that in Rocky Mountain National Park years ago, did not help enough the population long term. So with the wolves, um, you know, taking down the elk and, you know, maybe moose, I don't know, they're, they're a little too big, um, that restored so much of the ecosystem. And especially with water being such a a vital source of of, you know, life here in Colorado, but then a lot of the western United States in this arid climate um, you know beavers headed up moving into Yellowstone and within well fast forward of course on a you know a, a docu series but um, within a couple of 10, 15 years, the ecosystem sort of thriving and flourishing with, with wolves having been reintroduced. So that's their plan for Colorado to see if that can help. Because um, in Rocky Mountain National Park, especially, you know, with the exclosures they put up to keep, keep elk out of these restoration areas, um, are kind of a moot point now with the moose that have now come in. Uh, and elk can eat about 30% of, a, uh, of an aspen tree. You know, once they get up, you know, they're about nine, 10 foot tall if they're up on their hind legs. Uh, moose can eat up to 90% of an aspen tree and a willow bush, um, which cannot sustain the uh, the ecosystem up in Rocky. So that's uh, what hunters are for. They tried that years ago, Micah, and the hunters did not do their jobs. They tried bringing them in and, and calling the herd. It didn't work. That's what more hunters are for. Look, Man, mankind, I, need, likes I to need... think they can change the ecosystem. We're really good at destroying it, but when it comes oh, yes, to restoring, um, no, put out the, the natural selection and, and the, the predators that actually are going to help to maintain these populations. A wolf's not going to take down a bull elk. Uh, a wolf will even struggle to take down a female cow, depending if it's you know, protecting its young or um, you know, but what a wolf pack can take down are, are baby elk. And when the population's booming, that's bet, what they're targeting.
2: I bet a wolf pack could beat the wolf pack in football. I don't know what you're referring to, but... Uh, Nevada. Nevada is not very good at football. An
0: awesome time. Uh, I encourage you to check out the video uh, CPW, Colorado Colorado Parks and Wildlife, put out. Um, Yeah, these three males and two females. And when you're looking at an ecosystem of of a wolf, and I started learning this once I started volunteering in the National Park Service, uh, what they'll do in a wolf pack is... um, you know the the alpha the alpha male is never the one uh, you know in the front if they're if they're traveling
2: aren't they always um, like either in the middle or their back uh, they are in the back
0: so they put uh, you know three of the stronger wolves or so up front um, and then they kind of fill them in with um, you know some females some sick some young and then they have three or four more strong um, males and then at the end of the pack is is the alpha uh, to make sure the pack gets to where they, uh, they need to be. They're, they're terrifying. I would never want to encounter a wolf. And uh, where, where do the dire wolves come to play? Uh, in a dire situation, you'll see a dire wolf.
2: That's a Game of Thrones reference. You know what? I was watching a, a YouTube video, and you know how there have been a lot of wolf attacks on livestock and uh, some animals. I found out that if you buy a mule, the mule will protect your herd. Interesting. I like yeah, that. Yeah. And they they're like these ferocious yet kinda kind animals. There's a
0: it was back in nineteen ninety one they they reintroduced wolves to Yellowstone and it took them about twenty years to, to restore the ecosystem there, which is you know, twenty years for us is a long time, but in you know, in the history of, of nature and the grand scheme of things isn't too uh isn't too long. But um because of of wolves attacking um domestic livestock, that's why they were really largely hunted in the eighteen hundreds and early nineteen hundreds. Um and then of course that changed the landscape of of the Western United States. I'm curious because, you know, I, I don't want to see farmers and their and their cattle like be punished. I mean cattle is expensive. But if they're free range, I mean I don't know how you keep out wolves. Especially when they have you know easy targets like that.
2: Well, what you could do is you could buy a mule, which are some kind creatures, but also very protective of their flock. I, I,
0: I hope that's the case. And Micah, I think you need to start a mule farm and uh, propose that to, uh, to some of those free range uh, cattle up in the in the high country.
2: Uh, sounds like too much effort. There could. It, it,
0: I, I don't know what it would take uh, to raise an ass, Micah. I was gonna make a joke about uh
2: about about donkeys and mules. Yes. Hee
0: ha hee ha. Is that a is that no. I had enough bad jokes in the nerd show. Uh but the cool thing is all these wolves have um that were reintroduced in Colorado uh have uh um radio transmitters attached to their necks, so I don't know how how often that CPW will check in, but it's something surely I'm curious about and we will be looking forward to seeing how this wolf pack uh Hopefully, changes a lot of things uh, for the ecosystem. I would advise, though, to maybe not do a lot of backcountry hiking, um, maybe in Grand Grand County for uh, for a little while. I'm not a I'm not a backpacker by any means, but uh, this adds an extra element of oh my! Although mountain lions are equally as terrifying as wolves, except uh, you know they hunt at night and are you can fight them off. There was one person who did, but not mountain lions. They are they Oh, mountain are lions,
2: yeah. They're, they're used to attacking things that run away. I mean, they're, they're still going to mess you up, but if you just fight back, they're going to be like, oh, snap, what's going on? This thing is fighting back. This small deer is fighting me back. I'm going to get out of here. They, they, they're like lions. They will
0: uh, crack your neck and, and drag you up to wherever their den is to feed their young. They can They can haul off a good 300-pound animal. Yeah, but... Which is far more than most of us humans. Lions lions are way, way tougher than mountain lions. I wouldn't disagree, but we're not going to encounter lions out here. Nor are they very... Uh, Nor tigers. Pro- they're more protective of their flock than they are um, kind of aggressive hunters and, and solitary creatures like mountain lions are. Regardless, be safe out there in Colorado, especially with this reintroduc- reintroduction of these uh, these five wolves. I want to name them. I will track them and give updates maybe i'm mo- maybe i won't mo- stay tuned for more next next we'll chat when we come back Welcome back to Nick's Next here on one hundred three point one and thirteen ten KFKA. Here in the Yellow Fiber Studios, it's it's odd not having Alyssa here. It's been two weeks now.
2: I'd I'd make a pun about her being a very good a listener, but that's what your a listeners are called. That's true. We've had now none. So in some
0: big news this past week. I can't remember if we talked about it on the nerd show or not. Tesla had a recall. Do you recall that conversation, Micah? No. From an hour ago? I can't remember either. Uh, For those who don't know, I did splurge and and, and treat myself to a Tesla earlier this year, um, largely for the tax incentives, which make that a- Did you turn it in? No, I didn't. Because here's why. Um, When this, uh, let's see, I think it was last week that Tesla announced, uh, I think, a two million vehicle recall- uh, because of uh, issues with its autopilot and not necessarily that you have to have the full-blown autopilot, but you know, anyone who uses uh, even the most basic version like I do occasionally, um, yeah, it, the up to, you, you need to tug the steering wheel a little bit more because there's been some some fatal accidents. Really, this is people just getting lazy and letting technology do all the work and not necessarily having the reaction time of humans, which could also be you know, a good thing with some human reaction times. So this article, you know, the story gets out and headlines everywhere. Tesla recalls two million vehicles. Tesla has massive recall. This, that, the other. Tesla stock ends up plummeting. I don't know, seven percent or something over the the, the following couple days. Um, news outlets are reporting on on the massive Tesla recall. The funny thing is, with a with a recall in Tesla, it's a software update. That's all that had to happen. So all this uh, – this is you know my first time as I'm working in the financial industry where I've experienced that massive clickbait where folks will see the, the, the title of an article and that's the knowledge that they take. Wow, Tesla had a massive recall. So many folks were asking me about that recall. And I said, oh, yeah, I heard about it. All I had to do was park my car, charge it like I normally do. And it updates automatically every single night or whenever there's a software update. That was the recall.
2: So it was basically bad code.
0: I won't say a bad code, just things that they could improve upon. so after, bad code after some well, no, I mean it's uh you're putting a band-aid on something you didn't know was gonna you know you put a bandit on after you scratch yourself, not uh before you scratch yourself, knowing it's gonna happen.
2: so what the article should have said was, Tesla writes a bad line of code
0: has to patch it. Nope, I would uh, probably have just said Tesla uh, you know has software update to fix to improve autopilot functions?
2: No it would way, be to fix, to improve would mean, oh, their their autopilot is is working, but it needs to work better needs some more improvement. This would be, oh, their autopilot's all jacked up, except it wasn't jacked up. Sounds like it was jacked up. It wasn't jacked up. Otherwise, a lot more people would be dead.
0: Anyway, that's the clickbait, and people didn't read the article. And uh, it's just like our cell phones. Yes, yes. If you have automatic updates, software updates, they do it overnight while we're charging our phones. Very rarely do I get a notification saying I urgently, immediately have to charge my Tesla. No, I just got one because uh, I'm looking at a road trip. And there's a uh, this release contains minor fixes and improvements faster hazard lights after a crash if your vehicle is in a crash hazard lights that are still functioning will flash faster to be more visible not applicable to all vehicle incidents
2: it also helps um get give all your data to homeland security faster
0: they already have that you talk about anything around your phone and you'll have advertisements popping up so anyway folks whenever you see a massive recall or something like that uh yeah just make sure you click Maybe maybe click and read up a little bit and um, not be so inspired by the media that'll have those harrowing titles of massive Tesla recall. You know, it's not like a GM recalling a bunch of Chevrolet Cruises because the brake pedal stops working, where you actually have to take your car in and get things replaced. I'm
2: I'm gonna you know that didn't happen. I wonder I wonder if I put my phone next to the speaker. If I do that, maybe my phone will think that I want a Tesla. Um it might there's been a lot of that t word
0: thrown around this uh, Tesla. I was uh the fun thing to do if somebody's Tesla. leaving a phone around is um you know just uh kind of pick it up and I don't know, say hemorrhoids or something into it and see uh, if they're getting <laughs>
2: ads down the road. Someone did do that with uh they didn't have a dog it was a couple. They didn't have a dog and so they just started talking about dog food. And they kept getting advertisements all over the place, not just on their phones, but on you, their home computer. Do you know, want to know how quick this is, Micah? I now have
0: an ad for Lego, a Christmas village of Lego.
2: Do you we ever were, get uh, Lego
0: ads? No, I don't get Lego ads. Uh, where, where are you getting advertised on? This is, uh, this is on, on Facebook. So oh. within, what, 30 minutes that we've been having this show talking about Lego Christmas sweaters, I have an ad for Lego Christmas villages.
2: It could be coincidence. Could, I'll tell you this. You I, have, <laughs> I have uh, uh, like bought some comics before and then had comics advertised at me like later on in the, the day. And I'm like, dude, I just bought that same one earlier today. Get better. You know what really bugs me is when like Spotify or YouTube will play an ad in Spanish at me. And I'm like, you guys are not very good at advertising to me. You either have, like, four sponsors, or you not. You don't know that I speak English. Maybe. Although it doesn't help that a lot of the music that I listen to is also really popular in Mexico and Brazil and all of South America for whatever reason. I listen to the heaviest northern european music of all time, and it's popular in all of Latin America for some reason. Maybe it's encouraging to
0: take a vacation, Micah, someplace warm and exotic and tropical.
2: Ugh, gross. Warm and exotic. Why would I want to do that? Um, sometimes.
0: Well, you, you like the dark. You like the solitude. Yeah, I do. Do you actually like the cold as well? Uh, sometimes it depends. Not me. Although we've had a very, very mild winter so far. And for that, I'm pleased.
2: I'm trying to see uh, where my favorite band is most... Okay, so my favorite band, Therion, is most popular in, uh, it appears to be Colombia, um, Turkey, and Guadalajara, Mexico. And I don't know what this other country is. But that's right. They're not popular in their own country. They're more popular... In a bunch of other countries, and most of them are in South America. Latin America. Mexico's in Latin America, not South America. Huh. Technically, Central America. We want to be precise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
0: long for a nice Mexico vacation, all inclusive food and beverages galore. Ugh. <laughs> it's too hot.
2: No. Bring it on. No. It's too hot, too far away from Greeley. Too far away from my family. It's, no, I don't like that.
0: Well, Micah, darn. No vacations for Micah.
2: Yeah, Just I'm, not, I'm not a vacation person. I'm, I'm more of a staycation. Watching the Broncos? Yep. I will all stay. Here's, here's what I did the last time I had a day off I slept all day.
0: Was that Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving weekend?
2: No, Thanksgiving weekend, I went to my dad's house. Um, the last time I took like a, a day, day off, like scheduled a day off from work, I just slept and uh, just all day slept. And then I think I went and got pizza and then I went back to bed. And uh, that was my vacation. That's how much fun I have in my life. Pizza, pizza. Gluttony and sleep. <laughs> The, the the that's uh Fusco pizza by the way My, Micah's 2023 summed up grandma style pizza square mm-hmm. seven by seven inch I'm not getting paid for this advertisement I just want to let you know I love their pizza
0: well stay tuned for more Nick snacks we'll be right back after a very brief
2: break they're in downtown Greeley
0: Stronger. Welcome back to Nick's Next. We have a special guest. He did not leave the studio, apparently. Scott Nigerflesh, everyone.
1: I, I was just sticking around, just seeing what kind of trouble I could get myself into.
0: Yeah. I, I saw you out there <sighs> looking into car windows and.
1: Yeah. Mr. Big Stuff. Well, you know, I was thinking, you know, it is Christmas time and, you know, there's a lot of times people go into stores and they buy things and they leave them in their car and then they go into other stores and, and sometimes they leave their vehicle. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that.
2: No, you would never <laughs> do Scott
0: that. Especially the who what? finds it and then locks it for them with a note <laughs> saying, hey, you better be more careful.
2: <laughs> you know, there, we are in a a building owned by a bank and there are security cameras everywhere. There
1: are. So Which is a good thing.
2: If, if you decide – if someone decides to rob a car um, in front of the bank building, have fun in jail.
0: Well, I wish that those camera systems were as effective as we all think they are.
1: It's all about resolution, man. It is. It's all about resolution. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, most of the things you see <laughs> on some massive heists are, wow, this looks uh, – This looks like that security footage we saw from watching Cops in 1992.
1: Yeah. And then, of course, we have these movies where it's like, oh, here's a satellite, and we've now done facial recognition (laughs) of somebody from a satellite. It's like, what? In 4K. Yeah. (laughs) There's kind of a disconnect there. Yeah. So what have you been talking about? I haven't been listening, but what have you been talking about on this Holiday pre-Christmas edition of Nick Snacks.
0: You know, we were talking ugly sweaters at first. I have a couple. Uh, And
1: you're wearing, not really wearing one. I don't think that, even though it would qualify in some realms, I think there's a lot of Star Wars going on there that I appreciate.
2: There is. and uh, It's uh, inferior to my Bronco's beautiful sweater, which I am not wearing.
1: I noticed.
0: Maybe I'll
2: wear that on Xmas.
0: You know, we were talking uh, as well in just the last segment. Uh, you know, I gave Micah some options if he had to wear, as he calls them, beautiful sweaters uh, outside well, only of the Broncos. Only when it's Broncos, um, okay. Then other ugly sweaters. But anyway, he said he mentioned Lego. It's yeah. of, I don't, I don't talk or research Lego much. In the last segment, I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw an ad for a uh, Lego Christmas Village. Uh uh-huh. Tell me, that's not a coincidence. <laughs>
1: It's not a coincidence. It's the, the, your phones are listening to what you say, and Facebook and Twitter and all of those social media pay money to get information about end users who have said those key phrases, and they show up as sponsored ads. So, yeah. I wonder what Homeland Security has on me, because... I'm
2: supposed to be boarding a flight in like three months, and I wonder if I'm on a list at all.
1: You're probably not on a list, Micah.
2: I think um,
0: maybe we all feel like we're a lot more interesting than we think <laughs> we are, to whereas with their their tactics to to
2: discover us. You
1: know, now I will say, I think if Micah was traveling abroad, he probably would be considered interesting <laughs> simply from the fact that he has never traveled abroad before. No, I did. So. I traveled abroad once.
2: What was her
0: name?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad gosh. joke alert. Bad joke alert. Oh, bad on. joke alert. It's like the third one alert. today. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> You've received the Nick Kenny Bad Joke Award for your despicably bad joke. This is not an honor. You have brought shame upon yourself and your family. Go Broncos. Wow. And, and I noticed there's a little bit of an English accent there. so It wow. makes it
0: more legitimate?
1: It, apparently. I mean, I think anything does. But... Wow. Technically speaking, if you were to travel overseas, I'm not going to say the word again, and you've never traveled overseas before, there is a little bit of a okay, why? Um, I know when I was in London a couple of weeks ago, you know, I go to scan my passport and they were like, oh, go see an assistant. And then I had to answer the four questions about why I was coming to London. And that was about it. But it was, I'm like, is there anything wrong? He's like, nope, just, you know, first time here. So we're going to make sure that, you know, you're okay. And, that was it. So easy peasy. Pretty much.
0: Micah, where was your one time out of the country? Israel. Really? Yep. Oh, was that a high school trip? No, my aunt is Filthy Rich. Oh. Oh. it's an interesting name. <laughs> <laughs> Bad joke word. alert. Bad joke <laughs> alert.
1: Bad joke <laughs> alert. Bad joke <sighs> alert. Hey, it's, it's like it never ends. Now. How do
2: I find the advertisements on, on Facebook? To shut them off? Well, I, I don't – I'm looking to see if they're trying to give me advertisements. You just have
0: to be scrolling. That's when they pop up the most is when you're scrolling.
2: I'm scrolling and I see memes. I see Seahawks fans who are also Washington Huskies fans because I follow the Washington Huskies as well. This is the first time in like six months I've gotten on Facebook. So uh, It'll be there. It'll be there. But well, the last thing
0: – well, the last few seg- uh, moments I guess of – Nick Snacks, twenty twenty three. Yeah, uh, there's a few things I'm really excited for. I love World War Two history. We don't talk about that much on uh, on the Nerd Show, but um, Tom Hanks and Steven uh, Spielberg's latest uh, World War Two epic is coming out on Apple Plus in January. Masters of the Air. Oh, they've done Band of Brothers, which gosh came out I think twenty years ago on HBO, and since then they've done The Pacific, and this one. In January has been talked about for years and years and years and years. Uh, Masters of the Air covering the uh, 11th Air Force. No, sorry, 100th Bomber Division uh, stationed over in Europe. So wow. I'm, I'm stoked. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. We've we've had uh, you know um, Easy Company represented in in Band of Brothers, and then the Marines represented in the Pacific, and now we get uh, a whole bomber squadron of B-17s.
1: And would that be Air Force or Navy? Air Force. It is Air Force, okay.
0: Yeah, over in Europe. I think their first mission was in April of 1943, maybe February, and uh, wrapped up April 20th of 1945 with the surrender of Germany.
1: Wow. Uh-huh.
0: I'm, I'm pretty excited. I can tell. They've been – they were the masterminds behind uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yep. And since then have been doing an incredible job of of retelling history in a very accurate and – and I don't know if I'd say – Taining way? I mean I I do. It's just it's it's realistic. It's brutal. It's some harrowing. Yeah. And I don't want to call it storytelling because there's stories that have happened, but yeah. their their representations now I think is uh uh I'm I'm really
2: excited.
1: They've done a good job.
2: I did find one sponsor that's kind of relevant to the show. Ugly sweaters. See? So I have an a Valhalla Ugly Sweater, which kind of goes along with my favorite band, Therion.
0: You mentioned them earlier.
2: Yes. So I don't know. It could listening. be coincidence. We, yep, there could you go. Yeah, there we but go. we, we were Michael talking about ugly now. sweaters. Yep. <laughs> and this thing knows, that the computers should know that I don't celebrate Christmas because I'm a bah humbug person. They don't need to know that. They'll yes, just I'm know very that. grumpy. Christmas music is irritating. That's why I've played two Christmas songs this year,
0: both of them on I think the Nerd Show and Nick Snacks.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, almost under, guys! Yeah, almost under you know protest, but he's done it. So,
0: well, Scott, what does uh, early 2024 bring you?
1: Um, work and some more work, and hopefully a new season of Axe League, and um, and some work, maybe some travel too. So, yeah. How about
0: you? Uh, what? A clean slate.
1: A, clean, a clean slate. slate wow. But,
0: uh, kind of a fresh look at what I want uh, to accomplish in 2024. Okay. Several
2: software updates. At from, least. Yeah. From your your car company. Tesla. Car or Apple.
0: Yeah. Which uh, big news from Apple this week. Uh, they can't sell Apple Series 9 watches or the SEs. I think they're called the SEs because. Uh, of Lower some, the price.
1: Uh, no, it's not because of no that. the biometrics. There's some there's some questions about where they got their tech for the um, the pulse ox readers in those devices. So yep, they are. Oops.
0: As yeah. of December 21st, yep. they can no longer sell them online, and 24th, I think, in in store. But you can still get them on so, Best Buy until they run out of.
2: Stock. So did they get it from a nefarious company, or did they
1: steal it from someone? That's uh, rumored that they stole it from someone, but. And I think that is still in. Litigation. It is that has not been defined yet, or determined, or has not been proven. But because it's in litigation, is why they're having to suspend sales. And I think that's what they're saying. They're suspending sales, not stopping sales. So
0: fascinating that something that could save your life is being halted on a very popular device because
2: of copyright.
1: That's how it works. Speaking Capitalism, of copyright,
2: we should talk about that. Uh, Pretty soon, maybe next week on The Nerd Show.
1: Perhaps. Well,
0: thank you all for listening this year. This has been Nick Snacks. Scott, thank you for jumping in. Micah, always a great time having you behind the glass. Y'all, we'll see you next year. And that's our cutoff.